It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tradies News in a Nutshell. It is Wednesday morning, the 15th of June, 2022. Daniel Pedgrew back in the chair. Good to be back with you for what a morning yesterday morning with the Socceroos. We will talk all about that in a few moments' time. But, yeah, good to be with you uh, for today and the rest of the week. Big show coming up as per usual. We'll chat to Maddie Cox in Melbourne, as we normally do of a Wednesday morning in around about 15 minutes' time. Take your calls, one 1170 Text 0457 736 736 at coming up to one past five. Plenty of rugby league news around as well. Some interesting news coming out of Team this Tuesday as well yesterday that we'll get to across the course of the next hour. However, before we get to our topic for today and get stuck into the news, uh, we talk about the Socceroos yesterday. Uh, we do have the final World Cup qualifier happening as we speak between Costa Rica and New Zealand. This is for the last place in the World Cup and unfortunately if you are a New Zealand fan you are trailing 1-0 at halftime Costa Rica got the first goal this is how it happened courtesy of our SENZ commentary down this left hand side will be uh, Bennett who charges onto it with a 17 year old league plenty of running there gets an early ball into the penalty spot and it's tucked into the back of the net dream start it's Joel Campbell disaster for New Zealand Bennett down the left whips it in and expertly tucked away by Joel Campbell. And from San Jose all around Costa Rica, their fans are going absolutely wild. Yes, so after just three minutes, that goal was scored. So it's Costa Rica 1, New Zealand 0 at halftime. Any more goals uh, that go in between now and 6am, we will be across it. But at the moment, halftime there, Costa Rica 1, New Zealand 0, 2 past 5. The Hot Topic, thanks to Reem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a ring. Yeah, does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream. Well, whilst we keep an eye on that New Zealand game, let's cast our mind back 24 hours ago. We were here in the studio getting ready for the breakfast show and watching it. And it was one of those games, wasn't it, that not a lot of people, and certainly people that know the game a lot better than me, gave us really much of a chance of the Socceroos. And then when it got to halftime, we were a bit more encouraged. And I saw some social media tweets saying the Socceroos definitely on top. They had a few chances in that second half, late on in the second half to, to win it in regular time, went to extra time. Peru almost got the goal. And then it went to penalties, which I love penalties. Um, and obviously it went our way yesterday, but uh, it's a hard way to lose a game. It's a nerve wracking experience. Let's, Revisit the moment to almost 24 hours ago where the Socceroos qualified for the World Cup. Alex Varela for Peru. Steps up, left footed strike. Yeah! Saved! Saved! Andrew Redmayne is the hero! Australia! <laughs> Australia, we're going to the World Cup! Come on, Aussies! 
has done exactly what Graham Arnold wanted him to do. Subbed on to make a save. <laughs> it is sheer jubilation for the green and golds. Awa Mabil is brought to tears. Aaron Moy, the most emotionless man in the squad, is beside himself with ecstasy. Graham Arnold, hands on his head. I think he's in shock as well. Unbelievable. The Aussies have done it. Graham Arnie's in tears as well. Australia. <laughs> Australia is going to the World Cup. The Socceroos will be there in Qatar in November. Yeah, amazing call yesterday and what a time it was. Does, does it rival 2005 for you? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 But on the back of that, all I want to know this morning, chance for you to win a Makita prize pack, your favourite sporting moment, or you can give me a couple, your favourite sporting moment. Is that up there? Um, it definitely has to be talked about. I still think John Aloisi's goal in 2005 to get us into the 2006 World Cup would definitely uh, be one of a lot of people's top five. But your favourite sporting moments in any sport of any time, 0457 736 736 or one 1170 your favourite sporting moments of all time. You can go back as far as you like. It can be here in Australia. can be overseas. 0457 736 736, and your chance to win a Makita prize pack this morning. So get those texts and calls coming in this morning at 5 past 5, and just on the World Cup as well. So Australia's win yesterday sees us play three games, and you would have heard about this throughout yesterday, although... People not uh, obviously very happy that we made the World Cup, but probably not looking that far ahead. Uh, the World Cup for Australia begins, this is all Australian time and all Sydney time, the 23rd of November at 6am with France taking on Australia. They'll then play on the 26th of November at 9pm against Tunisia and then on the 1st of December at 2am against Denmark. And don't forget, SCN will have all World Cup games covered uh, right here throughout the World Cup, uh, which is very, very exciting news kicking off in the middle of November, which is only about five months away now. So very, very exciting times for the Socceroos, very exciting times for us here at SEN, being able to cover all of the action of the Football World Cup. 0457 736 736, our text number, 1300 01 1170, if you want to get in touch about anything in sport, your reaction to the Socceroos, if you've still got more to say, but your favourite sporting moments, I want to hear from you this morning at six and a half past five. Now, a bit of ropey leg news uh, flying around as well. Felice Kafusi, he's been found not guilty of dangerous contact and has avoided a fine after fronting the NRL judiciary last night. Now, Kafusi was slapped, and this I heard Vossi talking about this yesterday morning. This is a, a weird one. He was slapped with a grade one dangerous contact charge for an elbow to Sam Walker's head in the Storm's win over the Roosters on Saturday night. He faced a $1,800 fine with an early guilty plea or could risk a $2,500 fine if he fought the charge and failed. Kafusi entered a not guilty plea and appeared at the judiciary via video link where he won his case. So $1,800 fine he was risking, uh, or well, $2,500 if he was found not guilty. But at the end of the day, they've said he is not guilty. He doesn't have to pay that fine. Um, Paul Kent said he didn't agree with it. I believe it was intentional. Um, they found him not guilty, but the big issue though is the judiciary. It's either suspension or no, it's nothing to see here. Uh, I do agree with that. I think it's very, very odd that 
uh, is either a suspension. It's not a monetary fine. Anyway, uh, good news for the Melbourne Storm. Good news for Felice Kafusi remains uh, available to play. He was always going to be available to play this weekend against the Broncos, but uh, the good news for him is he doesn't have to pay that fine. Your thoughts on that? Uh, I, I thought he looked guilty, but uh, I agree. It's either you suspend him or, or you don't. 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170 if you want to get in contact with me. This morning, also asking you your favourite sporting moments on the back of the wonderful win by the Socceroos last night. Uh, a few things from Teamless Tuesday as well coming out, and we may cover this more after our chat with Matty Cox, but the Tigers, they've received a timely boost with Adam Dewey named to return from an ACL injury. He's been named on the bench, uh, Adam Dewey, in jersey number 16. Uh, very, very important return for the West Tigers. They have missed him throughout the season. He'll be a timely return for them. Uh, Kalen Ponga and Luke Keary both suffered head knocks last week, but both the Knights and the Roosters are hopeful they'll be right to play. Meanwhile, Payne Haas has been named despite a shoulder injury, and Ryan Pappenhausen, Adam Fanua Blake, and Dow Fanukan are all eyeing potential returns this week. Just on Luke Keary, he's been named at 5 8. Uh, but if you have a look at that, and let's hope he plays, I would be staggered if he plays after what we saw last week. I mean, it was only. What, four days ago now? It'll be seven days by the time they take the field. Now, there was talk on Twitter the other day that he actually passes HIA Kiri on Saturday night but couldn't come back out onto the field uh, because he just wasn't feeling well enough. The Roosters as a club we've seen in the past with Jake Friend and Boyd Courtner. I would be staggered. And if you look at the interchange bench, both Connor Watson and Drew Hutchison named on that interchange bench. Uh, I would imagine you'll see Drew Hutchison move to 5'8". Um, and one of the reserves come onto the bench. But you never know. If he's a 1% chance of playing, obviously, if you're the Roosters in a very important game for Par- against Parramatta, and it is an important game for Parramatta as well, you, you name him. You give him every chance, but I would still be amazed. Also, interesting to see Paul Momorowski dropped uh, after a stellar couple of years has struggled this year at the Roosters. Billy Smith gets his chance in that centre position. Um, and Brian Pappenhausen, big in for the Melbourne Storm as well. One game to prove himself to origin selectors. We'll see how he goes with that. 0457 736 736 1300 01 1170, our number. Your favourite sporting moments this morning to win a Makita prize pack. We'll take a break. On the other side of this, we'll speak to Maddie Cox in Melbourne. Yeah, at 14 and a half past five, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy or oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Asking you your favourite sporting moments this morning on the back of the Socceroos yesterday morning. Do have a couple of texts there. I'll get to them shortly after our chat with Maddie. Fifty six minutes gone in that World Cup qualifier. It's Costa Rica one, New Zealand nil. So Costa Rica one. New Zealand nil, 56 minutes gone. Costa Rica got that first goal in the uh, third minute. So still half an hour left for New Zealand to be able to get back. But at the moment, Costa Rica won. New Zealand nil. Let's have a chat with Matty Cox. And at this time every Wednesday, we catch up with Dan Pettigrew in Sydney. Morning to you, mate. Morning, Matty. Welcome back. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. The uh, voice needs to fire up a little <laughs> bit. But apart from that, we're going well. How's things in your neck of the woods? Yes, very good. A little cold this morning, although not in the studio. Uh, it seems very warm. I think the aircon has broken down, but that is okay. Uh, but yeah, a lot going on. Hasn't it been a remarkable uh, 24 or so hours with the Socceroos? Origin, of course. Uh, the team's getting named this Sunday for the game on Sunday. 
Saturday week. And uh, we've got another round of NRL starting tomorrow night as well. We do, and plenty of AFL mm. action to cover off as well. But let, let's start with the Socceroos mm. and the wash-up to yesterday because I feel as if Graham Arnold has a closer affiliation <laughs> to the Harbour City than anywhere else in the country. Yep. Had the result gone differently yesterday... How would he have been received in the Harbour City? It's funny, uh, when Vossi and Brandy started here on 1170, uh, obviously a lot of the texts, the majority of the texts, are uh, very complimentary of Graham Arnold and are happy about the Socceroos. But there are a couple there saying uh, that, you know, maybe Graham Arnold probably shouldn't take us to the World Cup, which is never going to happen. He made it to the World Cup. But look, let's face it, he was under enormous pressure. <laughs> if they had lost that game, they lost that penalty shootout yesterday morning, uh, Graham Arnold wouldn't be coach of the Socceroos going forward. So he's saved his job, at least for now. But he's been under enormous uh, criticism, enormous pressure. And you've got to think, Matty, as well, that not many people, and people certainly that know the game better than me and you, didn't really give us much of a hope, firstly, to get past UAE last Thursday morning, I think it was, and then to get past Baru yesterday morning. So the fact that we've achieved and made our fifth World Cup in a row um, obviously, we've got a hard draw with France and Denmark in our group, but it's just an enormous achievement, and uh, they've done it the very, very hard way, haven't they? Well, and it, not only have they done it the, the long way around, but in the context that we place the, the Graham Arnold situation mm. in, it means that the move that he made yesterday mm. was even more gutsy. Like, even if you were flying, if you were a coach that was at the peak of his powers, that was an incredibly risky move to pull off yesterday from anyone externally I mean people that are closer to the sport than what you and I are may have had some sort of insider knowledge and and backed in the move a little stronger than what we did but it it just makes the moment a a lot more special and then when you place the, the the layer of the coaching situation over the top of it just how gutsy of a decision it was to, to back Andrew in. Uh, well, and it was really, uh, as you say, a now never moment for Graham Arnold. But as you say, there are probably people that are closer to the game than us that may have thought that was going to happen. We were all watching it uh, in the office whilst we waited for the breakfast show to start, and we were surprised that he did it. And in particular, considering it's not just the goalkeeper he took off, it's also the Socceroos captain that he took mm, off yeah. in, in Matt Ryan. So uh, it was just an amazing morning. And then... We missed that first penalty, and I think everyone thought, uh-oh, but we managed to get it back. And the fifth World Cup in a row, and uh, it is a great achievement for a country where football is a, definitely a mainstream sport, but it's still, I would say, definitely behind behind AFL and NRL. And the A-League's been struggling a bit. So I think it does uh, brilliant things for the A-League, brilliant things for football in this country to keep it on the radar and give it also pretty much, I know we'll have some cricket at the end of the year, but some free space when that Football World Cup is on in November and December. And the other thing it's done as well is it's given us a new character that we can yes. all follow. The bearded <laughs> yes. man, Andrew Ray- yes. Redmayne, will, uh, will be adoring his work long into the future now. And that is, I suppose, one of the, the moments in, in Australian sporting history, not only because of the master stroke and the genius that was behind it, but just purely from 
a moment that's captured the na- the nation. We think back in the mid two thousands how the Socceroos captured our hearts. Well, it was a very similar story yesterday. And it'll be good. Uh, just before we move on, it'll be good. We saw yesterday down at Federation Square a lot of fans there very early in the morning rugged up. You got to think the weather's got to be slightly better in Australia in November and December. So to have those live sites, I think the one one of the games I think is a Saturday night at nine pm. I think it might be the Tunisia game. So you could imagine uh, everywhere around Australia will be rocking at that point in time. Hang on to your hats if if that is the case. Now, we Mm. haven't spoken since State of Origin Mm. last week. 80,000 out at Homebush. And Billy Slater, his first foray into coaching officially as a a senior coach, seems to have gone down pretty well. Yeah, he did very well. Queensland did very well. I thought they played tremendously well. I said on air on Thursday morning, I don't think New South Wales could have really played much worse than they did on Wednesday night. However, that partly uh, was due to how well Queensland played. Uh, I thought the New South Wales halves, in particular Nathan Cleary, probably had his well, the worst game I've ever seen him play. And there might have been other factors uh, as to behind that. There was news coming out just the other day that his dad, the Panthers coach, was in ICU last week. So there's all these other factors uh, going on. But there will be, I would imagine, uh, that Brad Fittler and Greg Alexander will have to make some changes. Uh, Ryan Pappenhausen is an interesting one from the Melbourne Storm. He's coming back this weekend in their game on Friday night against the Broncos. There was a lot of talk before he got injured whether he might be a utility on the bench. So I dare say there will be not significant changes, but there will be a couple of changes for the game too, which is in Perth. So, Matty, Queensland having won that first game, Perth a neutral venue, but uh, but most of the times when we get a neutral venue in in state of origin, we get more fans supporting Queensland than we do New South Wales. And then, even if Queensland are to lose that game, they still get to go up to Suncorp Stadium in about three and a half weeks to play the decider there. So they're in the box seat, but New South Wales still, the team on paper, uh, still have the talent to beat Queensland, but it's made the job a lot harder, that loss last Wednesday night. Uh, It's funny you mentioned that, because I was going to pose that question Mm. to you. The neutral seems to... Either support or wear more maroon. I don't know the reason. Is it because maybe the Melbourne Storm had so many Queenslanders for a long period of time? Well, I put the question out actually when I was filling in for you on Thursday morning when we went uh, around Australia and and mainly directed it to uh, some of your audience in Melbourne asking why that is uh, the situation. And I got a mix of responses that the Melbourne Storm players were definitely one of them. Also, the rivalry between uh, Melbourne and Sydney is another one of them. But... uh, That sort of makes sense in Melbourne, but otherwise, you know, the game's going to be in Perth. It's a bit of a strange one, but uh, yes, and Sunday night as well. Uh, It's the final Sunday night origin. Uh, Next year, it all changes back to Wednesday nights, which I think people will probably like, although in some ways, the Sunday night origin is good. But uh, yeah, going to be interesting. Going to be interesting, as I say, to see uh, those teams named on Sunday and Monday, and then they've got to make that trip to Perth. So they'll probably only have about three or four days to train by the time they land, uh, get everything together. So yeah, short turnaround by the time we get to game two. Um, Quick question from here. What on earth is going on with the Melbourne Demons? Three losses in a row. They were flying a month ago. They were. A lot of people were saying they're not going to be beaten. Mm. They're going to be the first team ever to go through a season undefeated. And then a month later, we're talking about them being one and three. It's it's a curious case. There's off-field distractions, which are now playing into this story as well. I'm not sure whether you've heard up yes, there about yes. the Stephen May and 
Jake Melksham's situation, which unfolded last week and the ramifications for that continuing. It's, I, I don't think you hit the panic button just yet. There's mm. cause for concern. I, I feel the, the D's are entering a buy now after the loss to Collingwood in the Queen's birthday encounter. But I don't think there's any reason to have a, a panic. I, I think all good teams, no matter how great they are, will go through a lean period in the season. And unfortunately for Melbourne, their lean period has come up against Fremantle and Sydney, who are mm. both in the bracket of contending, and Collingwood, who is in ripping form. So if the, the lull had come against maybe some of the, the lowlier sides, we wouldn't be talking about the losses. But I don't think at this stage there's a reason to hit the panic button for the Ds. Yeah, it is interesting because Melbourne Demons and the Penrith Panthers up until a few weeks ago were really being compared to one another uh, and the Penrith Panthers still in uh, that area where everyone thinks they'll probably, it's definitely their competitions to lose anyway. Whether they go on to win it or not, we'll find out. But the Demons just struggling. But sometimes you do get that in the middle of the year. Most teams... Uh, Penrith are probably the exception. Most teams that have won a competition the year before and are contending it for the next year at some point do have a bit of a low. So I I agree with you. I wouldn't be overly concerned yet. No, no need for that. Just quickly, your weekend in uh, footy coming up? Yes, a couple of uh, interesting games. Storm Broncos on Friday night in Melbourne. I think that'll be a huge game. Broncos playing some really, really good football. We know how good Melbourne uh, are. And then I think the other very important game, Eels-Roosters on Saturday night. Eels shock loss to the Bulldogs the other day on Monday. And the Roosters in eighth spot and have Penrith in a couple of weeks. So a very, very important game for both of those teams. We look forward to that action. Dan, always a pleasure to chat with you. We'll speak again next week. Thank you, mate. Chat next week. Yeah, Matty Cox in Melbourne, host of Tradies News in a Nutshell in Melbourne and does a fantastic job. 25 past five, 67 minutes gone now between Costa Rica and New Zealand and it's still Costa Rica 1, New Zealand nil. If you just joined us, this was the goal courtesy of our SENZ commentary team. Down this left-hand side will be... Uh... Bennett, who charges onto it with a 17-year-old leg. Plenty of running there. Gets an early ball into the penalty spot, and it's tucked into the back of the net. Dream start. It's Joel Campbell. Disaster for New Zealand. Bennett down the left. Whips it in. And expertly tucked away by Joel Campbell. And from San Jose all around Costa Rica, their fans are going absolutely wild. So that was in the third minute, now 67 minutes gone. Costa Rica won at New Zealand nil. It is the final place in the World Cup. So only just over, what, 20 minutes for New Zealand to get at least an equaliser to send this to extra time. Um, could we have a repeat of yesterday going to penalties? We'll have to wait and see. We'll keep you across that. That match, at least in terms of regulation time, should be over by the time uh, we are finished here on Tradies. So we'll keep you across that. Costa Rica 1, New Zealand nil. Asking you on the back of yesterday's great win by the Socceroos, your favourite sporting moments, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. A chance to win a Makita prize pack this morning as well. Yeovil Treeman's been in touch saying, hi Dan, every time I think through the great sporting moments, particularly for Australia, you think Thorpey, uh, Scott, Warren, uh, Eels, etc. But I can never go past Kathy Freeman at the 2000 Olympics. Yeah, we spoke about this uh, a while back now. Uh, how good was that? Also, uh, been away the last couple of days. 
Uh, I hope you enjoyed yourself. So I wanted to mention my bowl prediction last Friday and how the Brumbies nearly caused a boil over going down to the Blues by just one point. Yes, uh, that was part of our bowl predictions on a Friday morning. Uh, yeah, you did well there. Yeovil Treatment just failed, as did the Brumbies, by one point to the Blues. Thank you for that text. Keep them coming in 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Your favourite sporting moments, your reaction to the Socceroos. Does it live up? to 2005. Do you have it ahead of 2005? I did see some social media reactions saying that it was more important than when we made it in 2005. I'm not sure about that. Uh, I think when we made it in 2005, when we beat Uruguay uh, on that famous night to make the World Cup in 2006, the A-League had just begun now. I know the A-League is struggling at the moment. It's not been the greatest year for the A-League, but uh, I think 2005 was a very, very important night. But do you have it up there? Is it equal uh, with that? Are you hoping maybe to go to Qatar? I don't know how you'd get tickets, but 0457 736 736 1300 01 1170. Your chance to win a Makita prize pack this morning. Your favourite sporting moments, your reaction to the Socceroos, or anything happening in terms of sport. Um, and I can tell you as well, just in that uh, game between Costa Rica and New Zealand, uh, New Zealand have had a player red carded. Uh, Barbarousas has been re- red carded, so that job gets a little harder for New Zealand now. Red carded, down one man, and 70 minutes gone. It's Costa Rica 1, New Zealand nil. so it would be a famous win for New Zealand if they can do that 28 and a bit past 5. Bit of other rugby league news around before a break. The West Tigers have granted star second row Luciana Leilua an immediate, immediate release to join the Cowboys. Saw Michelle Bishop tweeting about this yesterday afternoon. Leilua, he was already going to go to North Queensland next year on a three-year deal, but that move has been fast-tracked. Tigers CEO Justin Pascoe said in a club statement that we wish Luciano the very best with his future. He and his family have made a lot of friends here at the West Tigers and they will be missed. Uh, so the Cowboys getting Luciano Leilua. The 26-year-old wasn't named in the Cowboys side for this round, but will play his first game for the club next week against the Broncos. What a game that will be, uh, which will be his 100th NRL game uh, in two weeks' time against the Broncos with next week being rep football. The Cowboys uh, made the move on Leilua following the sacking of Michael Maguire. Uh, So one of the good players uh, for the Tigers getting to go to one of the better players for the Tigers, getting to go to the Cowboys. And that just, uh, I think, when he plays his best football, he's very destructive. That's just another great signing for the Cowboys, who are already sitting in that top four this year. So uh, they're looking dangerous, the Cowboys. And that game against the Broncos in a fortnight's time will be very, very good. 71 minutes gone. Costa Rica 1, New Zealand nil. Asking your favourite sporting moments this morning, your chance to win a Makita prize pack 0457 736 736. Or you can call 1300 01 1170. We will take a break. Come back with more. It is spot on 530. It's 8 to 6 o'clock. There is four minutes in injury time being played out at the moment between Costa Rica and New Zealand. Three of those minutes gone, and we're now into the fourth minute, and it's still Costa Rica 1 leading New Zealand nil. So I imagine within the next 60 seconds, unless New Zealand can pull off a miracle, Costa Rica will be the final team through to the World Cup. We will talk about that in just a second. Just a couple of texts here, though. Uh, In terms of the Socceroos, uh, hi, Dan, in many ways, 
finished yesterday's Socceroos moment and the one in 2005 are hard to split as they mean pretty much the same to football in Australia. I would place yesterday slightly ahead of because of what the team had to go through this campaign, needing to play 16 of the 20 games away. However, the Eloisi goal uh, does rank very high because so many more people saw it live, given it was in prime time and, of course, it was also here in Australia. Thank you for that text. Uh, yeah, look, I, I think yesterday was just as important. Uh, I do think you, you make a very good point, though. Having it in prime time, having it in Sydney uh, probably added more to it. But I think still I'd like to see when the ratings come out uh, a little later on how many people were watching that game yesterday morning. Junior Smith, he's also been in touch saying, Morning, Dan. My favourite sporting moment is the 1994 World Cup qualifier against Canada where we went to a penalty shootout. I uh, was standing right behind the goal during the shootout. I watched Mark Swatcher uh, save two penalty goals as a young goalkeeper myself to see my hero pull off that heroics was the greatest. Thank you for that, Junior Smithy. Uh, still play on in that game at the moment into the fifth minute of injury time between Costa Rica and New Zealand. It is a 1-0. Bad news for New Zealand overnight in the cricket as well. Johnny Bastow leading the way for uh, England to defeat New Zealand. 92 uh, off uh, uh, 92 ball, 136, 136 runs of 92 uh, balls in the end. England way too good for New Zealand in that test match there, winning by five wickets. Uh, so New Zealand not having a good day and their day has just got even worse because they have just lost that World Cup qualifier to Costa Rica. So Costa Rica, the final team through to the World Cup, courtesy of a 1-0 goal uh, beating New Zealand. And they are the last team through to the World Cup. If you missed it, courtesy of the SENZ commentary team, this is how it went. Down this left-hand side will be uh, Bennett, who charges onto it with a 17-year-old leg. Plenty of running there. Gets an early ball into the penalty spot, and it's tucked into the back of the net. Dream start. It's Joel Campbell. Disaster for New Zealand. Bennett down the left. Whips it in and expertly tucked away by Joel Campbell. And from San Jose all around Costa Rica, their fans are going absolutely wild. Yeah, so that was in the third minute and New Zealand failed to equalise in the remaining 87 or so minutes. So Costa Rica through to the World Cup. New Zealand, unfortunately, out. And just quickly, a bit of news. Serena Williams has revealed she'll return from her lengthy injury break to chase glory at this year's edition of Wimbledon, set to begin on the 27th of June in just over under two weeks' time. 40 years old now, will compete on the WA Tour for the first time since last year's Wimbledon tournament. So good to see Serena Williams back. Costa Rica, the final team through to the World Cup. Breakfast with Fossey and James Magnuson through 1170 SEN Sydney. Patton Hills through 1620 in SENQ. Coming up, I'll catch you tomorrow morning at 5am. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.